You are listening to The Antidote, Episode 6. You know, today, going to the gym, you know, the best advice I give to anybody who wants to get fit is go into any gym in any part of the country and watch what everybody's doing and do the exact opposite. <laughs> you'll, get <laughs> pheno- you'll get in phenomenal shape. This podcast was formulated to antidote information overload with training, nutrition, and life hacks you can use immediately. Today, we're revealing how to keep your workouts short and effective with our special guest, John Rowley. So let's get started. John is an expert, one of the experts that I, I look to for advice in the fitness industry. Let me, uh, let me introduce him and have him say a few things about himself. <laughs> sure. Well, I, you know, I don't know what to say. I've been around a long time. Um, I used to own the gym where Pumping Iron was filmed that all Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno were in. I was one of the youngest senior vice presidents in Manhattan real estate. I was a competitive athlete when I was young. I had a very big car accident when I was 19 years old, which ended my running career, almost ended my life. Um, I'm an author. I've got two best-selling books, and then I've got two of the top-selling digital products online all around the world. And uh, I'm passionate about helping people get the best out of their lives. That's the most important thing to me. It's not a, For me, it's not about having abs or being fit. It's about being productive, uh, people being able to utilize their lives properly, be able to utilize their gifts to touch the world in the way that they're designed to do so. I love it, John. So so I have a few questions for you, and uh, I wanted to start off with mindset because uh, that's something you definitely believe in. So what has been the biggest motivator to you? Biggest motivator for me is really helping others. You know, I, 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 get, I get aggravated when I see people that are – more educated than me, smarter than me, have better connections than me, that are better looking than me, have more skills than me. They've got everything over me, yet they don't succeed in life. It makes no sense for me. When I worked for the Helmsleys, I, I, I worked in the Helmsley organization when I was in Manhattan real estate. And um, I was one of the only guys, probably the only guy that didn't graduate college. And I didn't graduate college because of the car accident I had. And everybody who worked for me went to either Harvard, Wharton, or Yale. Yet, I did a lot better than them. So it has nothing to do with your education. It has nothing to do with your gifts, obviously. What it has to do with is your ability to be able to use those gifts. And that's what I'm passionate about, trying to bring the best out in people. You know, physical fitness is one tool that I use, but I use others as well. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> um, so moving on to the next question, 92% of dieters fail to keep the weight off. What's the biggest problem you see in the fitness industry today, and how can we pr- improve on it? Too many options. You know, what does it take to eat right? You know, it's, I can, I can tell you in 30 seconds how you need to eat if you want to lose weight. Eat all the lean protein you want. Eat all the green vegetables you want. Drink all the water you want. Try to drink at least half your body weight in, in ounces of water. And be cautious with carbohydrates. If you're getting fat, cut back on the carbs. If you need a little, if you need a little more muscle and you don't have the energy, add a little more carbs. That's it. I call, I call even fruit, I call fruit and yams, things like that, cautious carbs. Because even though they're healthy for you, they can still cause you to be, get heavy. So, um... That's it. Confusion. People have no hope, man. They, they read this book and then they lose the weight and then they go back to their other habits. So they, you know, and they get confused. There's way too many. I think the health and fitness industry is a $20 billion a year cash cow. So it really pays to confuse people, you know, <laughs> but it's easy. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a difficult task. Right. I think the, the major problem is uh, information overload for sure. And lack of hope. You know, people don't have, a, they don't have any hope that the next program they're going to follow is going to work because the previous one didn't. Yeah, exactly. They just need um, confidence in themselves along with focusing on um, 
just one person at a time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So next question, what's your favorite training technique to keep workouts short but effective? I call it the King Tut method. And I learned it okay. learned it years ago from Vince Geronder and Larry Scott and you know a lot of a lot of other guys, Bill Pearl. And really it's just continuous tension, time under tension. It's just keeping your muscles under tension. So when I lift, I'll typically do a rep uh, one second up, I, I'll power it up, and then three or four seconds down. I keep continuous tension on my muscles. Uh, for me, that's the most important thing. Other, you know, most people are banging the weights around. They're working their joints and their ligaments. You know what? Joints and ligaments do not shape your body. <laughs> they get, and bones don't either, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people are just swinging the weights around and, and, and not really thinking about it. They are. But the key, the key is keeping tension on the muscles. You know, there's other, obviously other things that you can do. But you know, that's for me. That's one of the most important things because it doesn't damage your muscles, doesn't damage your your joints, encourages your muscles to grow, and then it also gives you a burn, which also increases your uh, HGH, your human growth, human growth hormone levels. So you know, it's all you know for guys older. That's important. So next question: What is the biggest hack you can share with the younger generation on how to find themselves in the next coming years? How to find themselves? How to find themselves? Yeah. Ah. You know what I tell people, and I do this all the time. I'm a Christian, so I really believe God's implanted a, you know, something special in each one of us that somebody else doesn't have. And typically, it'll be something that you're passionate about. So you know, I always tell people, find your passion. What would you do for free? What will wake you up in the morning early, excited? What would have you give you a hard time getting to bed at night? What keeps you passionate and excited? More than likely, that's what you need to be doing. Right, right. And I think passion kind of drives... Uh, waking up in the morning, excited about what you're doing. It does, and that's something that's something inside you. You know, you can't create that. You know, you can't say I'm doing this now for a job. I'm going to get passionate about it. You can do that. You know, it's encourage. I'm encouraging you to do that. But what I'm talking about is the in in what's inside you. Something that that you you just can't get away from. It's very hard uh, for people to sometimes kind of find what their passion is, and it, it takes some time. I think people just need to realize uh, they have to try many different things before and, and really experiment with uh, a few different things before you really know what what's what's made for you. Well, I agree. And I think today's generation, like younger guys like you, have a distinct advantage over older guys like me, but also a disadvantage. The advantage is, is there's so many options. The disadvantage is there's so many options. <laughs> you know, it's confusing. You know, back in my day, you know, you got you know, you went to college, you got a job, or you went and learned a trade, and um, you know, that was kind of the way the world was. I wasn't like that. I was an entrepreneur. You know, I wanted to go out and start companies, but that, you know, people didn't even understand that it was frowned upon. Uh, I would say for you know, for guys your age, there's, there's so many options. Find your passion, and then figure out a medium in, in order to deliver that passion. Well, I want to point something out also. There is times in your life where you have to do the things that you don't want to do in order to be able to eventually do the things that you want to do. You know, I worked as a janitor for many years as a young guy. I had a, I had a family. I had a car accident. I didn't have an education. Uh, I was ambitious, but I was still recovering from my car accident. My car accident was very bad, by the way. Uh, I'm going to take a, just a real quick second to tell you what happened. I, I, was, a, I was a high-level athlete, fell asleep behind the wheel um, last day before I was supposed to go back to college. And uh, there's more to it than this. But... I, I, hit, I, I fell asleep, hit a tree head on at about 90 to 120 miles an hour, they said. It was destroyed. My whole body got wow. crushed. My, my right hand was back behind my elbow. My left foot was crushed so bad they wanted to amputate it. My leg, my foot was destroyed. They said I'd never walk again. All my ribs were broken and crushed. Breastbone split in half by three and a half inches. My nose was completely severed from my face. I had no nose left. So if you guys are listening and you have a nose, 
you're light years ahead of me than when I was at 19 years old, you know? Uh, I had to overcome that. But for me, that was also a blessing. The blessing was, is it, it launched me into what I was going to eventually do, which is what I'm doing now. Um, so I'm grateful for it. I've, got, I've learned a lot because of it. But, I, you know, I wouldn't want to go through it again. Yeah, so, I mean, that's an incredible story. You know, just, just being able to survive something like that. It was tough, man. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was not easy. It was really. I was in a walker for a long time. It was. It was uh, you know, one time we'll talk about. I don't want to take up time on this for that. It was. It was. It was tough. But the thing is, the point. The point of that is, we all have challenges in our lives. You know, maybe you have bad parents, abusive parents. Maybe they're alcoholics. Whatever you have. Maybe you come from no money. Maybe you come from too much money. You know, a lot of people I know, the kids come from too much money. That's a disadvantage in itself because they don't know what to do. You know, I came from the streets of New York with nothing, and for me, that was that was the advantage because I was hungry. You know, I'm 55. I'll be 56 years old next week. I'm still hungry. You know, I'm, I'm more hungry now at 56 than I was when I was 16. You know, it's, it's, and, and, that, and that can happen to you if, you're, if you enjoy what you're doing, you're passionate what you're doing. But you also have to have purpose. You know, most people don't even know why they're doing something. They want to do it to make money. Well, if you're doing something to make money, you're not going to make money because you're chasing the wrong thing. Serve, and then you'll get paid for serving. Right. So, done with my rant on that one. And I think, I think that kind of, outlines uh the book that damon john just released uh the power of broke yeah that some people who come from a lot just you know don't have that drive uh and that's what he talks about in his book yeah. which is pretty yeah, cool damon's a good guy yeah definitely <laughs> so uh i wanted to move on uh and ask you something that i think is is kind of important fitness wise but uh understanding life balance and what do you really enjoy that that's normally against the rules um, according to the fitness industry and and how do you make it happen? Uh, how do you make it fit in with your lifestyle? Well, life balance is important number one you, know, you, you need to you know you need to you, you know, with creative body mind and spirit so you need to you need to take care of every one of those areas you need to take care of your family you need to take care of your business and you need to take care of yourself so you know you need to have a balanced life as far as uh, non-traditional or unconventional um, approach to fitness i'm very old school which today is controversial you know you got you know you got um uh, what's that called um crossfit and all, you know these crazy people on tv screaming at you to work out for 90 minutes a week or you know a day and you know hitting into the gym and hitting it you know i go into the gym with with the weights i'm in i'm in the gym 30 to 40 minutes at most uh i've, I've trained with some of the top guys in the world and you know they all do the same thing. In fact, Lou Ferrigno, he's 60, he's probably 64, 65, 64. He's nine years older than me. Um, he still trains the same way. I was with him two weeks ago. He still trains the same way that he was when he was young because he, lifted, he lifts moderate weights, you know, eight to 12 reps, nice and controlled. He doesn't get hurt. Yeah. You know, so, you know, today you go into the gym. You know, the best advice I give to anybody who wants to get fit is go into any gym in any part of the country and watch what everybody's doing. And do the exact opposite. You'll get, <laughs> you'll get in phenomenal shape. All right, team. In the next episode of The Antidote, John will be sharing his key to find people who push you forward in the gym, in your career, and in life. You're not going to want to miss this one, so don't forget to subscribe. I can't wait to share this with you. See you on the next one.